Wow. Special guest Owen Wilson. (laughs) Oh, and I can't believe you're here. Wow. It's so great to be here. Wow. Check me out in Cars 4. Ka-chow. There yet, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brendan McCullough, your anime Pacific Rim joke that I made in the last episode and still don't have a new joke yet. Hey, something about alcohol that's vaguely. Licorice flavor? Yeah, licorice. I know nothing about this show. Attack on Titan. (laughs) Yeah. Aaron Yeager. I don't know. Serious black reference. Ha ha. I got nothing. I don't don't know what this show is. I know literally nothing about this. I can't work with this. This is bad material. I can't work with this. (laughs) Give me the writer. Odds are uh, we're making all these jokes and all of these products and characters will appear. (laughs) It's a big product placement for Jaegermeister, the anime. I would not put it past them. So yeah, uh, this week we are watching Sirius the Jaeger, a uh, a new Netflix original that is fresh on the scene. Ooh. Fresh because... off the anime presses. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's Netflix, we get the dub right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can still see the steam on this. Ooh, so hot, so spice. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I picked this because uh, this is just a, a fresh new show I keep seeing popping up. Uh, so we're we're getting with the times. We're we're staying fresh and current. So topical. <laughs> we gotta well, keep up with the kids. Wait till next week when our sh- the show we're watching is twenty years old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta balance it out somehow. Somehow, yeah. yeah. We need those uh, old references from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't leave Brendan out of the equation every week. Yeah, we can't let him feel bad all the time. Oh, <laughs> only most of the time. <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> uh, anyway. So yeah, uh, this is a fresh new show, but have either of you seen it or heard anything about it before going into it? No. <laughs> I, I just, I, I've, I don't follow a lot of voice actors on Twitter, but I guess I follow a lot of people that like a lot of voice actors' tweets. So like when it came out, I saw a bunch of voice actors being like, catch me in Sirius the Jaeger. And I was just like, what is that? But I didn't care to look it up. <laughs> well, we'll uh, look it up this week. And and yeah. our uh, recent guest, uh, Jackie Lastra, will be making an appearance uh, ah! at some point. Ooh. Friend of uh, the show. Yeah. So, uh, we are Brendan? watching... Huh? Oh. Oh, I guess you don't know anything about it, huh? No, I don't know shit. Great. <laughs> Just double checking. <laughs> we need it solidly in evidence that you know nothing. <laughs> I, tried I need look- you to sign this affidavit <laughs> saying you know nothing about this show. <laughs> I tried looking it up to try and write an d- intro joke, and it just looked like a lot of blood and a lot of pointy teeth, and I got nothing. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll find the materials after we watch the first three episodes. Let's go hunting for content. <laughs> So much blood. <laughs> oh, what's Woo. the blood phobia? <laughs> yeah, this is uh, not a show for the squeamish, but yeah. I mean, you're watching anime, so nothing is for the squeamish. <laughs> <laughs> we cater to nobody. <laughs> and everybody. <laughs> Somehow. We're very, very encompassing and niche at the same time. Hey, we watch the gore so you don't have to. Hi, I'm Patrick Duke. <laughs> Welcome. And I'm here to talk to you about blood. <laughs> Got too much Just of it? the concept of blood. <laughs> Hire a vampire. Get rid of all that blood in your body. Who needs it? <laughs> uh, so. so yeah, we just watched the first three episodes of Sirius the Jaeger. Uh, I watched all three episodes dubbed. Me too. I did too, because I heard uh, Jackie was in it, so she's in episode mm. two. 
your typical sub episode, but you can't miss out on on that sweet friendship. Nah, gotta gotta support your friends, even <laughs> yeah. if it means not reading as much, which I'm okay with. <laughs> A lot of big words. So, episode one. Um, I watched this all. I mean, it's Netflix original, so I watched it on Netflix. Um, and I don't know if they had to cut stuff or it was like too long or something. But I noticed there's a few episodes where there's just a still shot of like the main character for like yeah. three or four seconds. Yeah, that happens and then that's in every it. episode. Yeah, and it kind of it kind of feels like they were trying to sync something up, and they were like, "Hey, we're running three seconds over. What do we fill time with?" It's like uh, a still image out of context. It's like cool. It's like okay. Um, so that was a choice. Yeah, because. Uh, at the start of each episode as well, they start on a still frame that then moves and becomes animated. So it does feel like filler rather than like a cool stylistic choice. Yeah. yeah I always thought it was a mistake. Yeah, it because it's feels not like, like it. it's like in a different look. Like maybe if it was like, ooh, like this is a watercolor of this scene and then mm-hmm. it like faded into movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, here's this anime scene that's silent and not moving. And I For was like a like, solid three seconds. Yeah, and I was just like, "Is this? Oh. Are you okay? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Buffering Wi-Fi? Please don't <laughs> fail me now." Yeah. Um. So yeah, we get this opening shot of a very blue-eyed person, and beauty. then cuts. Y- Yuli. Yeah, we find out later. Um, well, I said beauty, but yeah, oh, beauty. Yuli. Yuli. <laughs> Beuli. Ferris Beuli's day off. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Cut to a man talking in a big fancy hall with a lot of fancy people standing around. And they're talking about, like, survival and evolution and shaping the world. And all the guys are wearing, like, hats and sunglasses and they're all holding red wine while women are draped all over them. And that's usually a pretty good setup for something if you've seen enough genre stuff. (laughs) Uh, And then we cut to, we see a gang of, like, three people outside talking about the big job. And talking about, I think, Ben wants an easy one? I don't know. I didn't catch the name because it was going real f- uh, yeah, fast. Yeah, I thought maybe that was a code name, but I thought that the the girl in the group called him Ben. And I was like, oh, is his name Ben? I love that. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was just like, huh. And then they never, no one's named Ben. So I'm just like, oh, okay. It might be a code name. Um, so they're talking about, like, the big, getting an easy job tonight. Take it easy. And, uh, Oops. Cut back to the big fancy hall and all the guys are vampires. What a twist. Oh no. I didn't know, so I was really excited. As soon as I saw them all wearing sunglasses inside and all of them holding red wine, I was like, hmm, that's <laughs> that's something. Something's going on here. So I wasn't isn't too that, surprised. Isn't that just how rich people are, though? <laughs> we wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? They wear sunglasses inside and drop their red wine on the ground. Bite into and then uh, eat snacks. the poor. Yeah. Eat the rich. It's the other way. Down with <laughs> capitalism. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> Bourgeoisie. I don't know what that word means. Let's not get into it. All right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so all the guys turn out to be vampires and are biting into the women's necks. And uh, that's when the man giving the speech, I'm guessing the leader, starts talking to his like assistant, second in command. Uh, some lady just comes up to him and he starts talking to her. Um, and they find out the Jaegers are after them. And he starts walking away, and he's like, I'll, I'll let you guys deal with the Jaegers. They're beneath me, uh, these peasants. Um, so he's clearly, like, the big shot, like, in command of everything. It's what a coward says. <sighs> and so we see, go back to the group outside, and we presume that they are the Jaeger group. Uh, and they're staking out the big mansion where the, the vampires are. And they're, talking, they're getting a game plan ready, like, how they're going to bust in and take them all down. And all of a sudden, the presumably main character, because he's got that white streak of hair and those glowing blue eyes, um, smells something. He smells blood and just dives right into the, the fancy hall and just starts going to town and starts fighting with everyone. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the gang is just like, oh, God damn it!" Like, he just jumped in there like before we even had a plan set up. Uh, and they just follow in after him and start fighting. Uh, and You're they- a loose cannon, beautiful boy. <laughs> <laughs> And it cuts away, and we see, like, the big blood moon above the fancy hall. We don't really actually get to see the fight. So, at this point, we don't really know they're vampires quite yet. Or, well, they transformed, but we don't see the fight. 
Um, mm-hmm. So then, after the fight, all the vampires are dead. Everyone in the Jaeger group seems to be unscathed, so they're totally good at what they do. Um, and they start berating... We find out his name's Yuli for running in there by himself. And now we're on a boat to Japan! Quick cut. So, Rude. there's a lot of cuts in this show. A lot of just uh, sharp cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the boss of the Jaeger group. He's got a single monocle, which is how monocles work. That's how work. you know he's the boss. <laughs> they also call him the professor. The professor. Mm-hmm. I loved him in Gilligan's Island. Get it? Old <laughs> references. I'm a thousand years old. Um, <laughs> there it is. We can't keep the old stuff out of this new episode. And, Surprise, uh, Brendan is also a vampire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's so possible. It makes so much sense. I I've never sunlight. seen you out in the daylight. It's very possible. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the boss is talking Exposed. to Yuli. And just kind of like giving him like, hey, we work as a team. Don't be a hot shot. Sort of give him that like, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're a spitfire, kid. Calm it down. But less uh, less Brooklyn accent more British. Um, <laughs> and... Now we are in Japan, and we see the cops investigating a murder scene, and it's just like a vicious murder. Like, the bodies are just torn asunder, blood everywhere, and one of the cops goes off in the corner and just pukes. So, uh, it's uh, graphic. It's nasty. And then we see... This ain't your papa's murder. (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) This is your grandpa's murder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to the Jaegers uh, arriving in Japan. And uh, I think someone comes up to him and is like, oh, V-Shipping, thank you for arriving. So I was like, oh, that's their code name, I guess? Um, and they're hunting vampires, so I can only presume it stands for Vampire Shipping. So they, oh. I ship vampires. I was going to say, they do what every teen did in 2014, or 2004, <laughs> with Twilight. Um <laughs> And then we cut to a detective outside talking with his assistant about the murders, and they're in like civilian disguise. So he's telling his assistant, like, hey, you can talk about it, just fucking relax, chill, don't blow our cover right away. Um, and they're talking about an escaped prisoner and who they're blaming the murders on. So they think they think some guy got out of prison and just like ravaged these people and tore them apart. So they're on the lookout for him. And then we cut to a guy and a girl in, like, a dojo training with, like, wooden swords. Like, practicing swordsmanship. Um, and it's around then. She looks out... The girl looks out the window and sees the Jaegers arriving outside of the building. And we find out they're arriving at the Baron's estate. And that's the Baron's daughter. There's a lot of stuff going on in this first episode. Um, yeah. And- no, yeah. I, we did not get the typical anime info dump. They just drop us straight into the action. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you piece it together. Which sometimes I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out the Baron invited V-Shipping to his estate to talk about, like, the unease people are feeling at night and, like, the suspicious murders. And he thinks this might be a little uh, a little more going on in the background, and this is V-Shipping's specialty. So I'm not sure if it's out publicly that vampires exist, or if that's what they advertise themselves as, or maybe this is just like, you need to know the right guy, and he knows V-Shipping, and he knows this, this is something they can take care of. So, yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if people knew about vampires or if it's a secret. It seemed kind of like they, the vampires are like subtle about it. They're not just like walking around the street biting people in the neck left and right. So it seems like it's not out and about. But it seems like there's yeah. definitely certain individuals who are aware of it. Or at least know people who are aware of it and can handle it. Um, yeah, because I believe the police uh, originally suspect they're like crime families that are... Uh, doing all this. This is when the Jaegers, like, arrive at the estate, and, uh, when they're looking around, they see, Yuli's gone. He ran off again, because he's a wild card. Not really, he just is very moody. And he runs off because he smells, uh, a scent, and he, uh, goes into the garden and sees all these flowers, and the girl we saw earlier training comes down to meet him, because, uh, he's a weirdo, and she wants to know what's going on. She's smitten. Real quick. There's a handsome stranger in my garden. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds like a euphemism. And um, <laughs> she's talking about, like, the flowers. And she's like, oh, yeah, the flowers are very nice. My father imports, like, special fertilizer and special types of flowers to come in. And, like, all this stuff. We go the extra mile to be very extravagant. And he's smelling the flowers. And he says, you're spoiling them. You're you're treating them too differently. And it's not native soil. And... Um, 
the flowers are actually rotting from the roots, like, outward. So he can sense flowers, apparently. I don't know. I guess just from smelling half them. Half man, half daisy. <laughs> he, for some reason, he just has a wicked sense of smell. So strong he can smell rotting roots beneath the ground. Yeah. Um, I'm not joking. No, I just, it, it, it's true. It's just it's a, weird. It's a thing that he does. <laughs> and uh, the bo- uh, the Baron talks to the, the professor and kind of gives him the rundown. And talking about the recent murders at night. And uh, at this time, all the other Jaegers are in a different room eating. And kind of, you know, chastising each other, giving the old back and forth, breaking each, brother's, breaking each other's britches, all that. Um, yeah. <laughs> And uh, the one big redhead guy talks about, like, the tea and saying how it reminds him of the Emerald Isles. So, guessing he's Irish, and if we, uh, I don't know, this oh. just seems like a motley crew of, like, different international people forming the group. Um, but we don't get too much of that in the first few episodes, so we're not too sure. And uh, it's at this point the blonde kid in their group, who we later find out is named Philip, keeps bothering Yuli and keeps giving him shit. He's just like a asshole for mm-hmm. what we can tell no reason. Um, and he's talking he about said something. Continue. I'll address it after you say this. <laughs> I guess. Well, he's talking about how they're trying to figure out the goals of the vampires, and he always says like vampires and humans are in two different worlds. Like there's a lot of similarities, but they'll always forever be in two different worlds. So sometimes they can't always think of what the goals for vampires will be because they're not vampires, so they can't think that way. And that's when Philip kind of gives him, it's like, oh, well, what's it like in your two worlds? And that's when Yuli gets up and he's like, oh, doggy needs to go for a walk? I'm just like, I, oh, I guess Yuli's a werewolf? Yeah, well, I thought, I just thought, like, that he might be a vampire and that, and that Philip was just being an asshole. Yeah, that's what I thought at first, too. But the, the doggy needs yeah. to go for a walk line. I was like, oh, well, there's vampires. I guess there's werewolves. Like, that's. Mm-hmm. Usually tradition, as these genre things go. As is custom. <laughs> what? They're not best friends? Ooh. Werewolves and vampires don't get along? Uh, Wild. I don't know. Crazy. Some of those underworld movies, they get along real well. A little <laughs> too well. Uh. They fuck. Anyway. You know, <laughs> sometimes subtlety is the best. <laughs> I don't know the word. Uh. <laughs> What's that mean? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Cut to the detective we saw earlier, uh, who was talking with his assistant, uh, assistant outside. Um, they're talking again, and they're talking to their, like, he's talking to his boss about the murders. And so we get a lot of, like, I think they're just kind of sec- setting up, like, I don't even know if it's a B plot. It'd be, like, a C plot of, like, there, <laughs> there's vampires, there's Jaegers, and then there's police who are, like, trying to do their own investigation and try to figure it out. And clearly, they don't know. Who are also there. <laughs> Continue to exist. Um, and they don't know vampires exist, so, like, I guess it's not publicly known. Um, so they're investigating the murders alongside. And this is where we find out a lot about, like, these gangs around Japan. And, like, apparently Japan opened up its borders recently, maybe the last few decades. So there's some, like, purist domestic terrorist groups that are trying to keep it, like, isolated. Trying to keep Japan, Japan. Uh, and not welcoming the foreigners. Yeah, this is post-World War II Japan, we yeah. should add. Mm. And um, then while they're talking about that, cut to the escape prisoner we heard about earlier. And we see him chained up in a pit full of dead bodies. And he's... I can't tell if he's beaten up or if that's like a birthmark on his face. Um, but he's naked, chained in a pit full of bodies. So like he, he it's very possible he could have been beaten up as well. Um, mm-hmm. Or as I like to call it, Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's that... just upsetting. <laughs> I don't know that hoity-toity laugh matched with S and M. Alfred, jo- get me my pit of dead body. <laughs> uh, actually, when you say it like that, it kind of works. Yeah. <laughs> Remove my clothes and get me my dead body pit. Thank you. <laughs> um, and warm it up for me this uh, time, will you? No! no. <laughs> so he's in this pit all chained up, and he's looking up, and we see that uh, Vampire Lord's assistant or second-in-command or whoever that woman was he was talking to earlier. 
And he's kind of like yelling her of like, hey, you helped me escape from prison, and now you're just having me chained up again in another prison? What the hell is this? Like, why'd you go through all this effort of getting me out if you just fucking throw me in this pit of dead bodies? And she's like, oh, don't worry about that. You think too much. Cut to back to the police station. It's a lot of cuts. Um, and we just get J. Jonah Jameson of police just screaming at everyone's face, just like, what's going on with these murders? I need evidence, goddammit. Like, slamming on the table. Um, I need pictures of these vampires. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, and that's when the Jaeger group shows up, and they're uh, working alongside the police, or at least just gathering information from the police to see what's going on with these murders. Um, and they're just looking through their evidence. And then we cut to... Uh, a lone cop on uh, his beat route, on his, just walking around, going door to door, asking about any information he can get. And he hears a few squeaks from a bat, and he l- follows it overhead and lands on a house. And then we see blood spray against the window, and we see all we see the entire roof just like lift up because it's just all bats fly up. It's not ominous at all. <laughs> and then we see the vampire lady behind him. Oh, he's dead. Her name is Agatha. We don't know this yet. Don't yes, skip it. Do. do we? Uh, yes, yeah. because I have it in my notes of episode one. Oh, I wasn't paying attention then. I didn't know yeah, this. I wow. think in that uh, uh, prison uh, jail scene, uh, the dude's like, Agatha, come on. Oh, okay. I don't know this yet. I'm bad at paying attention. <laughs> Agatha. Um, so then, yeah, blood splatters against the window, and then everyone runs out uh, when they hear about the cop who was murdered. Like, apparently one of the cops came back and already told them like one of their own was murdered um so everyone runs out and tries to run to the murder scene and so at this point we see um cops asking people showing like a little picture like hey have you seen this man do you know anything about this and they actually ask agatha because they don't know she's the murderer and as she's walking away she walks down an alleyway and walks past yuli who can smell can smell the blood on her you can never wash it off truly you can always smell it because he's got that sharp dog nose Dog knows, who knows? Who knows? We're still not sure about him. (laughs) And um, it's at this point he, like, calls her out and he's like, hey, I know you're a murderer. I also know you're a vampire. And she just kind of snaps and goes at him, starts attacking him, and just grows out her fingernails really long. And it's at this point. Loved that. I still didn't know her name, so I just kept calling her Lady Deathstrike because I'm better (laughs) with Um, (laughs) X-Men. So they start fighting in the alleyway and uh, they kind of spill out onto the street. And the cops see this, and she just starts cutting into cops left and right. Um, speaking of someone who's not good at subtlety, her. Um, <laughs> and it's just taking this fight into the public. And that's when Yuli's uh, backup shows up. All the Jaegers show up, and they're like, haha, we got your corner. And that's when Agatha's backup shows up, and it's like, haha, you don't. And she jumps into the car, and then we got a chase scene. And uh, the Jaegers are chasing after him in the car, while Yuli is just parkouring over the rooftops. I guess. Hell yeah. And we there's one point where he jumps from a roof and then rolls, and we get it from a first-person perspective, and it was very nauseating <laughs> and unnecessary. Yeah. That was a little... It it did throw you off a little bit. Yeah, yeah it, I don't know if they just didn't want to animate him doing that. I feel like from or... the first-person perspective, it's harder to animate. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Um, anyway, uh, Yuli's like watching them, uh, the chase scene from above, and then jumps down on the Jaeger's car. To follow him. And then when they get close enough, he jumps onto the vampire's car. Uh, and it's at this point, I think the vampires like shoot back behind him and blow out one of the Jaeger's tires. So they get a little separation from Yuli and the rest of the gang. And uh, as I wrote, he's just teen wolfing on these cars. Because at this point, I thought he was a werewolf. Um, <laughs> and it makes perfect sense. And I need another 80s reference. Um, <laughs> there it is. Quota. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get Anime Bingo does have an 80s Brendan reference. Uh, <laughs> it's got a meta bingo further inside of it. Um, and now that Yuli's on the vampire car, he stabs... He, his weapon is like... I've seen it in other animes. It's kind of like a bow staff, but it's broken up into three segments. And I've heard some shows call it like a giant nunchuck. Um <laughs> But so he stabs. I just like to think it's a staff with a knife taped to the end. Pretty much. And it can <laughs> be like broken up into taped. three parts. Duct tape. Um, so he stabs that through and kills the driver of the vampire car. So the car flips and explodes immediately. Because why not? Um, and so at this point, they're on a bridge. And Yuli starts fighting all the vampires that are coming out. And all the lower guys are simple, easy to beat away. And he starts fighting with uh, Agatha, who's like the, you know, the main hitter. And as they're fighting... Uh, they 
fall off the bridge, I think, at this point. And um, he re- he's running after her, and she realizes he's a serious, and we're still not sure what that is. But it's she. He's she's like oh, he's a serious, and then he's like, oh, royal, you're a royal, and I'm just like, whatever that means. I do. It's still not sure. Uh, his- Terminology that we don't really get to the bottom of in these three episodes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, his eyes glow bluer, so like that's his power, uh, and he just like. Just his eyes are just apart. beautiful. Just so beautiful. <laughs> That's his only power. <laughs> At this point, yes. Um, oh. And he just tears into her and cuts off both of her legs and or her left arm and just tears her apart. Uh, and as at this point, this point she starts flying away, and that's when he says she's a royal. So I guess royal vampires can fly or have telekinesis. Oh, yeah, yeah um, I don't know. And that's when the rest of the Jaeger gang shows up, and they're like, Yuli, wait, don't go after her. Like, stay with the group. Um, and we see someone off in the distance, like, just watching the bridge from far away. Uh, and it's when Yuli goes after her to try and finish her off. He jumps at her off the bridge, and then, pop, gets sniped by the person who was far away. And that's it. Oh, and then there's a post credit scene where, presumably, two vampires are talking about the Jaegers and how they made it to Japan and how Agatha is wounded. So, kind of setting up a little cliffhanger for the next episode. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. That was a lot. And the good news for all of you guys is that I paid little to no attention to the police stuff in episode two. So here we go. It'll be much cool. quicker. Um, in episode two, it starts off, I think Yuli's life is like flashing before his eyes. He's kind of like in the river and you hear like the professor and I'm talking like, you gotta find him. And like, where's his body? Yeah. So he's dying because he was shot. And then he That's wakes up. That's usually how that goes. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, and then he wakes up, and there's a little girl looking at him. And she says, Papa, he's awake. And I was like, that's fucking Jackie. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's our girl. <laughs> so, so, yeah, the little girl Saki is voiced by Jackie, which is very cute. And she did a great job. <laughs> I would not have known it if I didn't know it uh, going into it. Like, I did not recognize her voice. Oh, I did. Maybe that's yeah. The she voice typically actor does not sound like a uh, like <laughs> six year old. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um. But so then we get the opening, which I thought was really cool, and it like presents some really cool like foreshadowing. Hmm. Because I saw a lot of stuff that I was just like, "What is that?" Yeah. I want to yeah. know. There's a lot of hints. Um. I like the silhouette style that it starts with, like where it's all silhouettes, and then later it's the characters are still dark. But we get more detail and can see, like, aspects of them. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a pretty nice jam. Pretty good beat. Yeah, it's yeah. a bop. Yeah, I was uh, really liking the animation style. And you see some, like, uh, uh, I I love old-timey sci-fi stuff of, like, you see some Frankensteins and some, like, yeah. uh, steampunk-esque uh, uh, monster things that uh, we don't get in these episodes, which makes me mad, but... It's a tease. <laughs> mm-hmm. More That's to come. That's the point, yeah. Um, but so, then after the opening, uh, Yuli is in bed and he's all bandaged up and there's a doctor tending to him because I guess he's the one that found him. Yep. Just in the river. How And luckily, fortunate. he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just like yeah. a garbage collector. Like, oh, hey, cool, I found a body. Like, it's someone who can help him. Oh, hey. <laughs> cool. It's, it's not the kids from... Uh, f- uh, gonna make an old reference and I already forget the movie name. Never mind, keep moving on. <laughs> Anyways. Was that Stand By Me? Is That's that it. Yeah, for? they find a body and just poke it with a stick. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, he gets all tended to and Saki's also there being sweet and cute because <laughs> that's what little girls do, I guess. Yep. Um, and then... And then his his gang, his squad, his fam finds him. <laughs> his unit. His they, absolute his unit. unit. <laughs> they they find out where he is and they come and see him and they're like, hey, bud, you got shot. And the professor specifically is like talking to him. And Yuli's like, nah, I can do it. I'm fine. And he like tries to get out of bed and he's like, ouchie. <laughs> and the Ouch. professor is like, yeah, maybe don't. Yeah, idiot. You, you did shot. just get shot. <laughs> maybe yeah. take a second. Maybe when I say don't go chasing after that person, you don't fucking go chasing after that person. Yeah. 
Um, so Philip, blonde boy, Taco, and, <laughs> um, and Magnus. <laughs> uh, this show got much better for me just now. <laughs> yeah, their names are Philip and Fallon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of hanging out outside of his room, and when the professor comes out, he's like, Philip, you stay here and make sure Yuli is okay. Which was probably intentional, because now they have to learn how to get along. Ooh. <laughs> the professor's a good dad. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a police event of a gang having killed a scientist. Um, and before we find that out, actually, there's like some police guys chasing down the guy they think did it. And he obviously did do it. His blades were covered in blood. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We watched a race and uh, his hands were covered in blood. He didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. You but I mean, <laughs> you never so know. So we flash back to this modern samurai's childhood for the next 12 episodes. <laughs> um, and so he like turns around and looks at the police officers and he's like, <laughs> and then they're like, what? Fuck you. And then he has a whole gang with him and then those police officers probably die yeah probably again i didn't care (laughs) it it doesn't matter in these three episodes yeah um and like the police are talking about it and they're talking about how it's a gang and they're killing like scientists and biologists which are also scientists whatever yeah (laughs) and the leader calls himself the last anti-government samurai (laughs) Okay. That's such a funny name. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Quite a quite a long title. Yeah, you um, you really got to work on the branding for your terrorist <laughs> organization. How can you turn this into yeah. a hashtag? <laughs> um at some point you find out Saki's mom is dead. She's like is is that when he she wakes it's, him up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's after the police chase and it cuts back to Yuli. Yeah, so uh, he gets up and goes to his door, and Saki's there, and he's like, oh, you can't sleep? And she's like, yeah! <laughs> and he's like, you want me to... Yeah, that was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's, he's like, you want me to read you a story? And she's like, yeah! So he goes back to her room uh, with her and picks a story for her, and he asks about her dad and her mom. And she's like, oh, my mom's in the sky. And I'm like, oh. Check. Oh. Dead mom club. Dead Got mom it. club. Uh, and then he's like, well, what's up with your dad? And she's like, I never really see him because he's always in his basement working on stuff. She doesn't say basement. but <laughs> um, And he's like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> <It's> nice <life. laughs> yeah. That's rough. Shit sucks, huh? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> The gist of it. Um, Let me read you the story. It's sweet. He like they're really sweet. I love it because he's very angsty, but he's very sweet to this little girl, mm-hmm. which is you know endearing. The the trope, <laughs> endearing. Yeah, it endears you to him. Um, and then the professor goes to a bar, but it's like a front, but it's not really a front because it is just a bar. He just has a drink. <laughs> He has he says some code about having a drink with lemon instead of lime and then the guy is like, Oh, that's the password. Oh, I never thought I'd use that. This is so cool. <laughs> oh boy, you want you wanna just have a drink? Oh, okay. It's his first day as an info broker and he's all nervous. <laughs> uh so they're talking, but I they're talking about the killings, but I just <laughs> you just didn't pay attention. I just tuned the fuck out. Because <laughs> I just care. I just care about Yuli. Like, I care about what's going on with Yuli and the vampires. But, like, I don't really care about the police plot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, the gist of it is that a bunch of different scientists have been killed. A lot of scientists that are uh, doing research into, like, organ or artificial organs and stuff. Uh, yeah. like the biologist was working on like an artificial lung or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, that, that's a big sign of like Western science. So this mm-hmm. like imperialist, uh, isolationist terrorist group is trying to prevent all that. Thanks. <laughs> it it is not important at this point. So let's just throw <laughs> it out there and never speak of it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after that, we go back to the professor, not professor, 
the scientist's house. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. Doctor. Whatever. The, the doctor with the daughter. <laughs> it's Saki's house now. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Um, and we find out that he is a cardiac doctor and that his wife died of a heart disease. Yeah, it's Yuli and Saki outside in like the garden playing around or something. Yeah. And it's Philip just like in his room lamenting with out the, the window. Maid. Yeah, while the maid's making the bed. And the maid just gushes all of this. Just spills yeah. the beans everywhere. And she just, says all that and she's like, oh, I'm such a chatterbox. Ignore me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Don't mind me just spilling all my master's secrets. Yeah, seriously. Um, so that's pretty upsetting. Uh, and then they're talking about planting tomatoes, which is cute. Oh, um, that's also when she says, um, after his wife, his wife died, uh, the doctor became, shut down his practice, uh, his assistant ran away, and he just started working on, uh, his own experiments in the basement. And, like, he became obsessed with that, trying to, like, figure out a way that could have prevented his wife's death. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... We find out Yuli's mom is dead, too. Check. Check. <laughs> and Saki is like, I bet they're hanging out in the sky together, being friends just like we are. And I'm like, hell yeah, Saki. <laughs> you believe that. She's so pure. Nothing bad will ever happen to her. Again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, we get Ryoko. She's the girl that with the swords. Oh, She's okay. practicing swords again. The Baron's daughter. Gotcha. Um, and she's distracted. <gasps> Why? Because she is thirsty for Yuli. <laughs> I, I wrote that in my notes. I'm like, she got the thirst. <laughs> she is desperate. <laughs> she wants to yiff. No! Because <laughs> no. he no. may or may not be a werewolf. No! We don't, we don't know. He might just... Uh... This was a pure show until you brought that up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I love myself. You deviant. Um, thank you. Uh, um, Ulu so she, indeed. <laughs> she, um, she like loses the practice fight and her teacher is like, you're so distracted. What's up, girl? And uh, girl, what she's up? like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, just too horny. I'm sorry. I'm just so fucking. My pussy is so wet. Cut that. <laughs> Cut <the> Don't. <laughs> I was drinking when you said that. You fuck. Uh, ow, that hurt. Um, I went up in my nose. I hate. I. I love myself. You can keep that. Fuck that. Um, keep that in. Keep that in. Um, and uh. she, she's pretty much like, you know what? Let's have a rematch because I like, I want to win, but you have to do me a favor. And he's like, oh, I mean, I guess. And she's like, you have to tell me where Yuli is. And he's like, uh, what? Uh-huh. what? Uh-huh. what? Uh-huh. How would you I know? Damn horny teens, you trap me. <laughs> <laughs> you already promised, Beach. You have to tell me. And it's like she doesn't even know him. What? Also, why would the instructor know this? Why would he know? But apparently he does. Know. Yeah. He, it's not explained. She, just, yeah. she, uh, she literally the, doesn't know him at all. But she just thinks he's so handsome. Got that their thirst. only interaction was him being a dick to her about how she's watering the flowers. Yeah. He's nagging her. She's into it. Um, And then, you're right, there are a lot of cuts in this show. It's a lot of cuts. Mm-hmm. Just cut, cut, cut. And then we get Agatha. She's like... I I mean I picked up on the context clues. She's like being given a robotic limb. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was like auto male. Is that a thing in the real world or is that just Full Metal Alchemist? I it's anime. It's okay. Yeah, those words mean just, nothing to me. We'll get there. I just eventually. wanted to call it. Yeah, I just wanted to call it auto male because that's that's what you what know, I it, know as. it as. Yeah, pretty much. I a, believe it's a, called email now. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, so pretty much she's being given a robot leg. Uh, and that's kind of um, what the professor was hinting, hinting at at the bar with like the prosthetics making their way to Japan. Yeah. Um, and then we get a shot of the doctor in his basement with whatever he's making. And he's like, oh, it's almost done. Sorry. Finally, I invented Pop-Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> My hero. <laughs> I can uh, retire. My life's work is finished. <laughs> 
I mean, I wish it was Pop-Tarts. Whatever he's got going on in there, at this point, we don't know what it is. <laughs> Looks pretty nasty. Um, and then Tattoo. we get, yeah, and then we get uh, Yuli and Saki and Philip in the garden, and they're planting their tomatoes, and Philip says something shitty, and y- then... Yeah, Yuli's, like, talking about the tomatoes, and, like, people used to use these as decorations because they thought they were poisonous, so they didn't eat them. Oh, yeah. Philip's like, man, you're really chatty today. It's like, hey, Philip, shut up. And Saki goes over to him, and I was just like, hell yeah, Saki, <laughs> ruin <him>. him, ruin <laughs> Philip. She was like, why are you such a dick? Drag him! Drag him! <laughs> Pretty much in six-year-old terms. Yeah. Why are you such an asshole? And then Philip is like, well... Yuli has a friend that did something bad to my parents. And Saki's like, well, is that his fault? And Philip's like, no. And she's like, well? (laughs) Fucking get over it. (laughs) Then stop. All of us have dead parents, Philip. (laughs) You ain't special. You're not the only one. We're all anime characters. Bitch, you want a jacket? Um... (laughs) I like I like this uh pers- this hard persona we've built for <laughs> I mean we know the voice actress we could get her to say these lines. <laughs> the coldest motherfucker <sighs> in this show is a seven year old girl. Hey yo Philip, sack up! Oh damn, Saki. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's like a it's a kind of nice moment of him kind of being like, you know what, you're right, little girl. Um, and then her dad comes out and he's like, Saki, I've done it. I've made something that, that your mom would finally be proud of. And she's like, really? It would make mom happy? And he's like, yes. And she's like, oh, yay. And it really it's a new cyber mom. <laughs> Meet your new mom. <laughs> I made the house into a smart house. Oh, love that movie. Uh, That's a good one. Classic. <laughs> when are um, we watching that anime? <laughs> one of my favorites. Um, and then... Uh, we get the maid, and she's with Agatha, who has a brand new blade leg, which is great. Both legs. Uh, no, I think just one. I think one is a blade leg. I think another is just a regular, like, prosthetic. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure she only got one leg cut off, but yeah. we'll check. Um, it, it's it, fine. It won't matter. Yeah, it super doesn't matter. Um... Uh, but so she's like raining money on the maid that spilled all the beans. Make it rain, make it rain, make it rain. And she's and she says something snarky, and she's just like, Haha, "You dumb bitch!" And then she kills the maid. Mm. Um, she pretty much just—I think she wanted to know where Yuli was, and the maid told her. Well, I think the maid was also giving her information about the doctor and what he was working on. Yeah. Yeah, because she mentions like, "Oh, you're not loyal. Yeah, you're just in it yeah. for the cash," and then kills her. Yeah. Um, Dropping all that money and those beans. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to the doctor's house, and yep. they're like, wait, they're waiting for the maid to come home. And Saki is like, she's been gone for a long time, huh? Mm-hmm. And then Philip's like, I can make dinner. And then they're like, wow, nice, nice, Philip. And then he's like, that's Big Brother Philip to you. And I'm like, stop trying so hard. <laughs> so you, know, you can't like, give yourself a nickname. <laughs> It doesn't work like that. Only we give nicknames, because we don't pay attention to the character. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is going to be me going off the top of my head, because I first, I guess I was just watching this all unfold. Um, the vampires descend, mm-hmm. uh, and Agatha swoops in, and she grabs the doctor and just fucking bites him. Chomp. No one has a chance to stop that. Chomp, chomp. Much, much. Um, and... He turns into a gross, mindless zombie, and they're all fighting van. Well, not all of them. Saki doesn't fight vampires, but <laughs> yeah, she's she more did. traumatized at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, so she is really just watching all this blood and gore occur uh, while they're fighting the vampires. Also, I was watching this with Sam, and they pointed out uh, the vampires in their full like monster form. Uh, look a lot like the monsters from the live-action Scooby-Doo movie. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, I needed that. That got me. I need to pull up a side-by-side comparison of them because they are just one and the same. Wow. Just not purple. They are red. (laughs) They're also Uh, similar to the Scooby-Doo and Vampire Rock when Scooby-Doo goes to Australia and there's a giant vampire lord haunting it. 
and it's the second appearance by the Hex Girls. I know a lot about Scooby Doo. Okay. <laughs> oh God. The mis- So so the Jaegers are the the mystery gang, and then uh, <laughs> Yuli is Scooby Doo. Oh, no. <laughs> if he's a dog, we, we still don't really know. We ruined another anime. <laughs> I think there it is. Fine. Um, so uh, hey, we didn't get serious Saki... black in this one, but we got Scooby Doo. <laughs> Saki ends up outside, and she's just sitting on the ground in absolute terror. And her dad is is walking toward her, and he picks her up, and he is about to haunch monch crunch on his own daughter <laughs> when Gross. Yuli swoops in and just fucking annihilates him by throwing his bow staff with a knife through well, her dad's neck. He's fighting Agatha, and they're like, she's monologuing the whole time, and when he sees the doctor's gonna attack Saki, he like, he's like, oh, okay, I should actually finish this fight now. Stabs Agatha with one end of his, like, spear staff, and then breaks off the blade on the other end, and then kicks it into the doctor's neck. Hell yeah. And so Agatha's impaled, which mm-hmm. is... I'm upset because she's great. <laughs> I mean, not great. I was like, I don't want you to go. She's a cool You're character. You're fabulous <laughs> and you will be missed. Rip. Um, But so I like the part where her dad gets stabbed because she gets like his blood on her face. And I'm like, oh. Why do you like that? Because <laughs> it's chilling. <laughs> it's, it's good drama, and, Brendan. <laughs> it's icky and terrible. That's why I like it. It's not because I think it's fun to get... For a six-year-old to get her father's blood on her face. <laughs> I just, just wanted to make it's a sure. Cool moment. Okay. Ugh. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Agatha says something about like Yuli being too far gone for like the Ark to care about him, mm-hmm. and he's like the Ark, and I'm like the Ark. What? <laughs> Excuse me. Um. And then the the place that uh, the doctor had been working on his uh, info. For the prosthetic heart, the fake heart, the artificial heart, mm-hmm. uh, burns to the ground. So I'm like, rut row. Rut row again. Because um, <laughs> they probably got his research for mm-hmm. that fake heart. Now they're going to use it for something. What? We don't know. Um, and Ryoko was there. <laughs> she saw it. Yep, she saw she was- it all happen. And she just saw him with his wild look in his eyes. And she's like, huh. Oh. Murdering people. Oh, oh no. But also, mm, um, mm. Mm, um, and then you, let me lick you, that blood off you. Uh, Yuli ends up on the roof. He like hops up on the roof to like get a good look at what's going on, I guess. Yeah. And then he sees a guy, and the guy's like, "Hey, Yuli." And then he looks at the guy, and he's like, oh, "Brother." And then it's over, and I was like, "Ooh, damn!" Shoo. And drama it's the guy that drama. shot him, also. Yeah, it was the sniper from the first episode. Yeah. Why does this show have so much happening in, in, in it? Yeah, there's <laughs> so much stuff going on. <laughs> my brain, so when I get overwhelmed about certain things, I down. say my brain is going fast. My brain is going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast, brain. Gotta go fast. I got Sonic Brain. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> that's a great term for it, Sonic Brain. <laughs> Sonic Brain. <laughs> Sonic Brain, that's what I'll call it now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, episode three, I'm, I'm going to streamline it a little bit because, uh, as we mentioned before, they cut back and forth so much. So I'll just (laughs) follow like each thread of it one at a time. Gotcha. Oh, that's a good idea. Damn. (laughs) Wish we thought of that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, this is the like flashback episode. So it's more like traveling in time and going back and forth from, uh, Yuli's childhood into current events. Mm-hmm. And the current events are just, whoa, that was a crazy fight, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> happens in the present day, yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, for the present day stuff, I'll go through that quickly, because that's not as important. It's just, whoa, that was crazy. Um, we have the uh, military people discussing stuff of like, oh, there's big old fights, uh, murder stuff. Oh, is it this uh, V-shipping? And they also mention that there's something... Uh, another group that uh, is factoring in somehow called the Alma Trading Company. Um, and that's the last we hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Moving on. We then see uh, Ryoko uh, in school the next day, uh, just sort of 
daydreaming about, well, not so much daydreaming, the slight trauma of the night before. Little. But still being like, ooh, uh, that uh, boy. Yui. <laughs> hot and bothered. And all her friends mm. are like, ooh, you're in love. I know that look. You're in love. So, uh, yeah, she's in love. <laughs> I, so, yeah, I mean. That's what I, I get the same look in my eye when I think about cheesecake. <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah, again, doesn't really come back into this episode, so we can cut that thread. Moving on. Uh, so, uh, back at the house, uh, they're sort of, uh, regrouping after the, uh, surprise vampire attack from the night before. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> gotcha! Or, blah! That's more <laughs> like it. Uh, so yeah, uh, basically, uh, Yuri, or, Yuri, uh, Yuli, <laughs> different show, uh, Yuli is, uh, very concerned about uh seeing his brother being a vampire uh because they're brothers he he swore to kill all the vampires and now he's conflicted and he's also reflecting on the arc that uh agatha brought up saying uh oh you can't you can't you're too far gone you can't get back to the arc so uh basically all the different members of the team uh check in with him uh, and then when he starts chatting with the professor, that's when we get the actual uh, details of what's going on. He's talking with the professor about uh, uh, what the Ark is and his brother showing up. And uh, this is where we get the origin story of uh, Yuli. So we flash back to when he's a wee child. A wee. Uh, yeah, probably about like eight or nine. Uh, Just and- a little pup. Yeah, a little little Russian pup. Uh, Yeah, I couldn't tell if this was like the Himalayans or like Tibet or somewhere around there. Yeah, it was like vaguely Siberian. Mm -hmm. I I think like his full name was like Yulichka. So I was like, oh, Oh. I guess Russian. It was some Russian ass name. (laughs) Some just some amalgamation, probably. Yeah, who knows? So I'm I'm going with Siberia. Sure. so there, uh, he's out hunting, he's about to, uh, take a shot at a, a very Japanese deer, uh, <laughs> and he sneezes, but his big brother is there to take the shot and, uh, claim the hunt. Uh, so his big brother, uh, Mikhail, uh, another oof. Russian-ass name. <laughs> he, oof, he's Easy. my type. <laughs> he's my anime type. Like, when he walked up and he, like, had, like, that side glance, I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Speaking Being a pretty boy runs in the family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, he, he claims the deer and they're bringing it back. And he's sort of going over hunting with uh, Yuli, being like, hey, don't sneeze next time, you idiot. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. And they go back there, part of a small village out in the middle of Siberia, for whatever reason. Uh, and they, uh, they're all marveling, the whole village gathers, because this is such a big deer, this will feed the whole town for days. So, uh, they're super happy, and Mikhail is like, oh yeah, Yuli totally, uh, killed this thing. Wait. And everyone's like, ooh, wow, what a prodigy, what a great kid. <laughs> uh, so they all decide to, uh, have a big feast at the chief's house to celebrate this, uh, momentous, uh, Harvest. Um, Yay, Yuli. And as they are, uh, uh, as they're eating, uh, the chief is sort of recounting of, oh, the village is getting so small, all the kids are leaving. Mikhail and Yuli are the only two youngins still around, so uh, it's it's nice. I haven't been this happy in a while. This is bringing me back to the old days. And they start talking about uh, how they are there to protect the... Uh, Ark of Sirius. So it's sort of a uh, tribal ritual that uh, they are the keepers of this Ark. This vague thing that they don't really elaborate on. So serious. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so they're uh, uh, talking about uh, defending the Ark in the future, how Yuli and Mikhail will be the uh, two that will be left in charge once everyone else is gone. 
Uh, and they, uh, Yuli is sort of uh, getting into it, like, yeah, I'll be the greatest defender ever. Uh, where is it? <laughs> What's going um, on? Where is it? What, what why? is it? <laughs> so they're like, oh, you'll you'll find out when you're older. You you can't know all these things. You're just a small child. Uh, but it's very far away. Don't worry. Uh, so sort of uh, vaguely hinting that uh, th- th- there's there's a uh, hidden aspect to this arc. Uh, and they're defending it from the people who want to find it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let me skip through all the stuff I already addressed, because <laughs> uh, it just cuts... There's just a lot of cutting back into real time to be like, huh, my brother, the Ark. Anyways, back to I the don't... flashback. <laughs> back he to also the has... He gets, like, a rotating door of his squad. Yeah. They just, like, all come and say hi to him, and I'm like, leave him alone. Well, I think they were coming to try and, like, cheer him up and, like, talk over, like, like, hey, how you doing, champ? And he's just like, I'm fine. Go away. She's like, okay. And the professor's the but one that, like, gets through. they didn't even say that. The professor's the only one who he talks to. I mean, like, yeah. the other ones were like, you want to go get some food? And he's like, no. And they're like, okay, bye. See? <laughs> uh, at least, like, Fallon's sweet about it. He's like, hey, hey, buddy, want to go get lunch? And he's like, no. He's like, all I right, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go when you're feeling up to it, champ. All right? <laughs> He's the big brother. I have brother. two types, and it's Fallon and Mikhail. Scratch <laughs> <laughs> that. You're two anime type. boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we have uh, just these cutbacks that don't really add much. Mm. Um, and we uh, flashback again, uh, and we have the uh, the village. It's, it's being attacked by Whoa. vampires. Who would have thunk? So we have the, uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. so yeah, uh, the vampires attack, uh, uh, Yuli's family's house and, and, uh, oh, oh, an anime mom has died. Yeah. This is groundbreaking oh, material. No. Check, 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 Roo. You uh, know what? This was sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually have to see it this time. Yeah, they yeah. don't just hint about it. 15 seconds into an episode. <laughs> uh, so they... Uh, vampire attacks. Mikhail fights it off, but it's too late. Uh, the mom uh, dies, and in her dying breath, uh, she she gives Yuli a scarf, because he's always so cold, and says, no matter what, you have to survive. And he's it, a it, chilly it, dog. <laughs> now is not a time. A woman is dead, <laughs> Brendan. <laughs> uh. A woman has been dead for like 20 years at this point, Brendan. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Is it? Is it? Uh, so, um, he and Mikhail are like the only two in this village who get out. So they flee. Uh, and they're they're out on their own. So they get to a quiet part of the woods where Mikhail is like, Hey, l- let, me, let me teach you a couple things. When you're out in the woods and it's this quiet uh, and you're hunting... Be very careful. Also, uh, uh, don't eat or uh, don't fire your gun because it'll mess up your nose and you can't really smell with all the gunpowder. And also, most importantly, don't eat sugar right before bed or you'll get cavities. Anyways, let me fight these this uh, vampire ambush real quick. Goodbye forever. Anyway, uh, now it's time for me to die. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, uh, there's a surprise attack of vampires that he sensed, and he he fights them off, and Yuli is uh, knocked away and runs away into the uh, woods. So we uh, we follow Yuli as he's running away, assuming his brother is being killed by these vampires, and one follows him and uh, pins him down and destroys the scarf that his uh, dying mom just gave to him. And... He gets so mad. <laughs> uh, we get to see like his first sort of werewolf beast mode uh, transformation, which doesn't Baby's actually first beast mode. <laughs> Aw, the precious memories. Um, yeah, he doesn't like transform at all. He just gets super strong. So I assume he kills this uh, vampire. Vampire. <laughs> and yeah, that's about all. For this, I did go a little bit out of sequence, but the conclusion at the end is sort of, uh, Mikhail, at this point, made a blood pact with the vampires, and is now working with them to find the Ark of Sirius, which they now believe is somewhere in Japan. 
Mm-hmm. And oh, and the professor found Yuli when he was like covered in the snow. Oh yes, mm-hmm. also so he, that he's a father figure, so he's probably going to die too. Yes, uh, don't don't expect to see him much longer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's about uh, where we end off after these three episodes. Oh, and there's a post-credit scene where we get a hint at the vamp, or uh, at the Dr. Frankenstein and his big old monster. I did not watch that. Vampire Stein. <laughs> it's pretty. Oh. It's pretty much what we saw in the intro. Like you just get a shot of like the monster on the slab, and it's like I've been working yeah, on my creation. Ha ha ha. Uh, you would have liked it, dude, because if you like the steampunky Frankenstein boys. Yeah. Uh oh, I mean we're at this point. I'll be honest, I wasn't loving this show, so it, yeah. I was like, okay, I don't need to see the post credit scene. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recapping it really kinda reminded me of like yeah, I kinda checked out for a bit. Yeah. I don't know I don't know why it made me feel this way, but I did write down at one point, I was like, I feel like this is what Black Butler wanted to be of like a like a pseudo fantasy real world type thing and i feel like this does it better yeah cuz like at no point do i go i didn't remember being like oh this is a bad show there was just so much going on and they kept cutting in and out of different storylines that at this point don't really line up i'm sure if you stick with it uh it will uh work a little bit better but as of right now it's just a lot of uh, jumble and preamble yeah mm-hmm. and at least for me uh i'm very like character driven so if i'm invested in a character i'll like you know sit through something longer or i'll be more invested in the show overall and i just i, I don't give a shit about these people fallon might be oh. the most interesting character for me <laughs> he's got maybe five lines i yeah. think they set up too many things for me to not want to know what happens mm-hmm and I feel, I feel like maybe because there's so much going on, the episodes go by really fast for me, which is weird. Mm-hmm. And since it is only 13 episodes or 12? Uh, 12, yeah. Yeah. I would watch it. But, like, I feel like they spread themselves too thin and sort of don't give the full value to, like, the actual team. Because, like, there's that... I don't even know her name, but there's a woman on it. the... Uh, a vampire hunting team and she has like two lines but we hear more from like the police captain than we do from this main member of the team that we're supposed to care about it's yeah, like we never, yeah. can, never can you focus a little bit it's yeah. yeah it's a little all over the place that's true yeah i, I want to know why they're building a frankenstein and what it leads to mm-hmm. <laughs> why because you can what does it lead to murder Give me that 40s diesel punk. (laughs) And I want to know if Ryoko gets to yiff. No, no, stop it. You know what? I'm against this show now because you brought that terminology into this episode. (laughs) Am I wrong? I am interested. They, this is like the first werewolf piece of media where we don't have like painstaking, uh, oh, werewolf transformation, uh, all that. He just gets stronger when like the moon is around. Yeah, honestly, we don't even know if he is a werewolf. Yeah, or if he just has, like, the power of the werewolf gods, or the werewolf arc, or whatever. Or he's just got yeah. piercing blue eyes. Yep. <sighs> that was that was that show. We yeah. apparently are not there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even gonna ask. <laughs> it's, it's pretty clear at this point. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> not our yeah. cup of tea. But maybe next week will be. Yeah, so what's going on next week? I don't know who. I mean, Paul will be here. Yay! Returning guest. Woo! My my good old my good old boy my good old partner in life, Paul. Everyone's favorite uh, lad. Yeah. <laughs> so he wants to watch Yu Yu Hakusho, which is yes! his very favorite anime. Fuck. <laughs> and so it sounds yep. like Brendan's as well. I'm on board. Yeah. So they actually Brendan and and Paul actually talked about what episodes we're going to be watching, but it's hard to pick. So. We're still piecing They're it out. it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have that info for you next week. Yeah. When we're watching it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, if you have a show you would like us to watch, you can reach out to us on social media at AreWeThereYet on Twitter and Instagram, or you could email us at AreWeThereYet at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. 
You can find me on Instagram at queen period weeaboo, and you can find me on Twitter at queen underscore weeaboo. You can find me on Twitter at abtsbrendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is my other podcast about video games. And thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for the use of our theme song, uh, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next time as we learn to live with anime. See you.